the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. So glad to have you with us on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. And I'm thrilled to be joined uh, by David Gunger. David is a musician. Uh, of the brilliance and he's going to have a concert out in the Chicago area on December the 7th with John Guerra and pray tell they got new music coming out as well. So a lot going on in your life, David, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to being in the Chicago land area in December. Yeah. Now you picked the wrong time of year weather wise to come, but Hey, it's a beautiful time of year. Uh, and we're thrilled that you're with us. Let's get your, your, your story, your history a little bit. Uh, I love to ask musicians, just what's your journey been like? How'd you get to where you are now? Yeah, uh, I grew up in Wisconsin, actually, in Mm. central Wisconsin, and my dad was in a wedding band uh, with uh, a guy named Bill Arndt, and their two sons now are in our band together, which is myself and John Arndt. We have a band called The Brilliance. We've been making music since we were little kids. Um, I ended up uh, in college. We were making some music together, and then he went to the University of Texas, and I was in West Michigan, and we ended up uh, kind of creating music always from different states. John used to live in Chicago um, after the University of Texas, mm-hmm. and then um, I, I've been in New York City for the last about 10 years, and my wife, Kate, is a violinist, and we've got four kids. We live in New York City. We've been making music as a brilliance for the last dozen years. Um, we started off making music around uh, kind of church music that was built around um, kind of an imagination of uh, uh, what could sacred music look like today. Um, and so we involved uh, string quartet. And then uh, from there, started making music around the church calendar and playing with a lot of different um, a lot of different like small chamber music and that type of thing. And then ended up uh, playing some music in Bethlehem and in Israel and kind of got the wow. idea uh, to start making music around peacemaking. And so uh, that brought us on another journey. And then finally, actually in Chicago, we were having a show and I, I was with a dear friend after a show in Chicago and, and someone said, what kind of music do you, you still want to do this? And we said, you know, we love creating art that inspires empathy. And so we started creating these things called suites, which are um, kind of a nod to classical music or sometimes it's instrumental music and sometimes it's uh, music that's kind of sung. And we um, we did a couple of suites. The first suite was around immigration, around DACA Dreamers. The second suite was around anxiety. Mm. And then we just put out a brand new uh, EP that's eight songs this last week. Um, that was kind of music that we wrote during the pandemic. And uh, that is uh, called Feel It. And it, uh, yeah, it's available for streaming now everywhere. Oh, that's awesome. Let's let's dive into that one since it just came out. Uh, 
music from during the pandemic. That was a very complicated time. We all remember uh, what it was like. So tell us a little bit more about the um, the music that was that kind of came out of the pandemic. What's the feel? What's what's kind of the message of it? Yeah, um, I think a large question of it is um, around an existential dread meeting hope and what is hope. And for me, one of the things of how I'd respond to hope is um, there's a, a pastor that I love in Palestine. His name is Mitri Raheb. And he always says, hope is what you do. It's a verb. And so in the, mid, in the middle of existential kind of what is happening in the world and am I doing the right thing with my career? And, you know, for music, like things kind of shut down and then you kind of look at things and you kind of go, I don't know. You know, you have a lot of self-doubt, and a lot of what are you doing right now? Right. Um, and that creeps into all different types of things relationally. And I think the bottom line is um, you can't do it alone. Mm. And so one of the things that we really try to stress um, always throughout our music is um, how relational it is. And so the the album starts off with kind of those existential questions, but then uh, eventually leads to a place of um, kind of doing that questioning within community. Yeah. I, I, like you said, remembering back to the um, kind of the loneliness, right. Of the, of the pandemic, yeah. it really was, uh, what do you think we learned from the pandemic? Or maybe I'll just ask you personally, I know it comes out in your music, but what are some of the lessons that you learned after enduring what we all endured during the pandemic, especially in New York City, where it was so bad? You know, that's a, a great question. And I don't think I've been asked that. Um, I think the one of the things is that, um, you know, story and collective suffering kind of can bring you together. It can also do something where it really the same thing that is um, life-giving to someone can also be someone's kind of, uh, how would I put it, someone's antithesis of life-giving. And I think that one of the hard things is your perspective of life and gratitude as well as, um, like I said, trying to lean into um, what does it mean when you're at your, at your, it feels like maybe a breaking point. How, how do you, in the midst of loneliness, reach out That's right. and try to have somewhat of a community? Mm. And for me, a lot of these songs are birthed out of that, of that, um, being able to share really vulnerable moments with those I love, mm. um, to kind of help get me out of that place. Yeah, that's great. Uh, as we said, you're going to be at a, uh, having a show in Chicago on December the 7th uh, with John Guerra and Pray Tell. He's actually been on the show as well here. Tell people about not only what will they uh, see there. Tell us about the show, but where can they get tickets? Where's the show even happening? Yeah. Um, so the show is uh, at it's a venue called The Neighborhood, and mm. it's the first show is sold out at 6.30. The next show is going to be at 9. Uh, they can find that on thebrilliancemusic.com as well as uh, wherever you check out Praytel or John Guerra. Um, I know for the, the evening is going to be really fun because we're going to do uh, – we're going to have a brilliant set. We're going to have a pray tell set. And then we're going to actually play some Christmas music together. Oh, awesome. Uh, John is an amazing singer as well as his wife. 
Val. And then, uh, yeah, my wife will be joining us and a cellist. And it should be just a really beautiful night of music and stories. And diving into those Advent themes, um, which are those themes of uh, peace and hope. And, you know, in in this time right now where it feels like there's not a lot of peace in the world and there's not a lot of hope, um, what does it look like to be a peacemaker now? Oh, that's and what great. does it look like to lean into that? So that's what that evening is going to be all about. Oh, that's great. We'd encourage people to check that out. It's on December the 7th. Uh, and also check out the new music that came out on November 10th. All right, we talked about some deep stuff. Let's go. Uh, I went to your Twitter account. You're clearly a Packers fan, but you said this. I don't want to become a bad team like the Bears who think they're close when they're actually a QB and a coach oh, away, okay. among many other things. I am not a Bears fan either. My life is worse right now. You're from New York. I'm a New York Giants fan, so we know how that's going at the moment. Uh, Tell me, you've kept your Packers rooting interest, even though you're an East Coaster now. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to do in Wisconsin. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's that collective suffering brings everyone together. (laughs) So I I actually, uh, I also work at a church in New York City, and the pastor that I work with, the other pastor is named Michael Rodzina, and he's a Bears fan. He's from Chicago. That's awesome. We always are, are, you know, razzing each other. Um, And so he, I always laugh because it happens where he, he kind of before the season he thinks you know they're playoff That's bound, right. and then Justin Fields will have a tough time, and then he'll kind of get him back, and the hope gets back up, and then you end up kind of talking yourself back into like maybe another year with Trubisky or maybe another year. <laughs> yes, I just. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not well. I I'm a Giants fan, and I married into a Packers family. I married a girl from Wisconsin, so uh, I do get that. Again, David Gunger of the Brilliance will be out here on December the seventh. Check out at the Brilliance Music at the Brilliance Music. David, this was great, man. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks so much for having me. Yep, you're listening to the Common Good AM eleven sixty. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.